Oh, yeah. Love is in the air tonight. It is Valentine's week. We are going to find out, can people in comedy find true love? Or are we all just meant to stay miserable because it's funny for the rest of you? I don't know. I'm Dean Young. We're going to find out tonight on a very special Valentine's episode as we go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, romance. Romance is in the studio. Can you feel it, Canada? It's <laughs> <laughs> the least sexy intro ever. <laughs> I also ate an entire tub of hummus by myself with my cats last night before I went to sleep, and uh, my tummy hurts. So it's we're getting sexy in the studio. It's like super romantic. Right? That's the first base where I come from. Just like, yeah, the most bachelory statement ever. <laughs> uh, we are talking love, Valentine's, dating, hookups, breakups, the whole shebang. Bang. Uh, tonight on Inside Jokes, we are talking to two of the cast members of Hooking Up with the Second City. We have Jillian Welch back in studio. Third yeah. time's the charm. Third yeah, timer. Right? Three times. You yeah. are part of that I'll club now it. on oh, Inside yeah. Jokes. There's a club? There's a club. Yeah. It's like if we were SNL, which we are definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that, You're baby. Just listening. Yeah. Looking for Lauren. Yeah, Lorne, yeah. Lorne, Mike. Lorne, Mike. You're like, yeah, you'd yeah. be like our Steve Martin, perhaps. Oh, so rad. You know, maybe not Baldwin yet. Because that's like a hundred times. I don't well, know. Not only am I looking for love, but I'm looking for a sense of belonging. So, like, thanks, man. We we all yeah. are, you know. That's yeah. what we're talking about on on today's Inside Jokes. And of course, first time we're on the show. Yeah. Friend in real life, Alan Shane Lewis is in all studio, right. ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are uh, uh, both part of hooking up with the Second City, yeah. Yeah. a new a Valentine's flavored show. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to ask, of course, because, you know, we've had a lot of Second City panels on the show with us before, uh, and we always kind of jump into what happened in your real life <laughs> that led to the formation of this show. So overall, before we really dissect this hooking up show, mm-hmm. what is the overall message? Is it like, is it a pause that like, love is real <laughs> and, and romance is real? Uh, or is it like, th- everything's terrible? Ah, well, kind of in the middle. Like, we have, like, oh, we have a couple love is real moments. Yeah, I don't even know if we have any love is real moments. We have a lot of awkward, like, love is messy and awkward. Yeah. Yeah, like two kids that got stood up for the prom meeting in the sewer. (laughs) 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 It was just messy, messy love. Yeah, pretty much a lot of that and just a lot of fun, too, with it. And I don't know, I don't think love, I'm just going to go out here and say, I don't think love is real. There, boom, I said it. Right it off the gate. Out of the gate. Is, yeah. it a, is it a construct that was invented I, I think by it is. I think cards? It's, I don't know, because I have like a stand-up background, so I guess I'm so jaded about everything. Yeah. You know? So I'm just like, this is what people say to make themselves feel good. But it's like, I don't know. I Actually, that's an interesting point. Coming from stand-up and now being a part of the Second City cast, is it? do you find it refreshing? Oh, my <laughs> God. Everyone's soul? so nice. I love it. Yeah. Everyone's so nice to each other. I love It's so much better than stand-up. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it is so mean to each other. They yeah. are. They're so mean. They are. Yeah. And in stand-up, it's weird because like you... Like, yes, you're working with other comics and you're always around other yeah. comics, but it's still this weirdly like insular solitude thing so if you have something miserable going on in your life (laughs) which most of us do in stand-up it's almost like feed that yeah feed the dark thing because it's good for the audience yeah Yeah. it's like make sure your life is garbage (laughs) because it works on stage oh wow whereas like the thing in second state like or even just sketch in general when they do like i got your back 
That's so amazing. Where they like tap each other's back. I remember the first time someone did it to me. I'm like, don't touch me. I was like, Who are you? <laughs> then I cried the first time. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And started Got all the back. emotions out. What, with yeah. a knife? <laughs> <laughs> you look yeah. me in the face when you stab me. <laughs> it's like, this is supposed to happen. You're in a community now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, it's so yeah. Except for, yeah, but T-Suck's a community, right? There it is. Toronto stand-up community? Yeah. 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 It shuts down I, periodically. I've heard about your Facebook page. It's legendary. <laughs> I know, right? Because in Sketch, it's just like, we love the audience. We love each other. Yeah, we talk about We're going to talk openly about yeah. things. And in stand-up, it's just like, well, everyone's going to die eventually. Yeah. That's, that's that's that a smile on your vibe. face? Why? Why do you have that smile? <laughs> What's that? You, you don't even know why. You're, you're, you're too dumb to be happy. I'm sorry. <laughs> It is true. I want to get into some of the sex breakups and true romance of hooking up with the Second City because I know it's in there. We're going to come right back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Tony the Memer, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's a beautiful Sunday night in February. The snowpocalypse has ended. <laughs> Valentine's is coming. Love is in the air. And, and seasonal flu virus. But love is in the air. And we're talking to hooking up with Second City. Two of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all you need, really. We have Jillian Welch back in studio with us. Yeah, yeah. Just here every week now. <laughs> <laughs> she heard there was gin once again, and she just came knocking on our door. Yeah, for sure. If there's booze, I'll be here. That's right. Shout out to Hendrix yeah, Gin, because last time Jillian was here, we were just drinking cucumber gin all morning. Uh, and Alan Shane Lewis in studio with us. Woo. We are talking about all of the love, breakups, dating, all of the true grit of being single in the city that went into... Uh, hooking up with the second city. So I do want to ask for you guys, how much of your own love lives did you get to bring to the table here? Because I know when you're, you know, the writing process and you're preparing these shows and you're rehearsing and all that, you guys do kind of all the cast gets to bring in your own life experience into this. Mm-hmm. How much, how honest do you get to be in this show? Uh, I usually get, I usually get pretty honest. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a, a sketch right now that talks about, uh, to, not that I'm thinking of having a child, but sometimes you have that in your mind, but, uh, I had to happen to love women. Yeah. So, uh, Good the for idea you. of like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. but so the idea of like, oh, two women having a baby. How do you decide who's going to carry that baby? I mean, a lot. Oh, true. A yeah. lot goes into growing another life inside your womb. Not all of it's pretty, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Do, you, do you want to sign up for that? True. Yeah. If you have an option to have a child, but opt out of that, I mean, would you what, take it? Yeah. What do you do? Like, <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants carrying this baby? Oh, yeah. Keep losing. <laughs> yeah. The odds are equal, but it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> That's true. I mean. Yeah. And that, that's interesting, too, for, like, a same-sex couple. It's like, there is no, whoops, we're having a baby. I yeah, know. <laughs> You like, sit down and deliberate over yeah, that. Yeah, because then you have, like, uh, you have parents who are like, oh, I don't know if these people should have a kid. Like, Cindy, stop taking her pill. I don't know if that's miraculous. That's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, their plants are dead. Their fire alarm has no batteries in it. Should they be procreating? <laughs> you know, it's like, what's happening? So they got to get behind this. Whereas, like, if a same-sex couple, you got to sit down and be like, are we ready? Are we financially ready? Like, you really have to think it out. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You, like, rationally go over your entire life plan yeah. and 
sort this out. For you, Alan, and you, of course, before the break, you were talking about how it's kind of refreshing to go from the stand-up world to the <laughs> sketch world, and especially Second City. Yeah. It's just like, wow, there's all these kind, glowing people around me all of a sudden. <laughs> Positivity. For you, like, uh, you know, you're out there, you're doing comedy, you're, pre- I don't know, are you st- a single guy currently? Uh, yeah, just broke up with somebody like January, beginning uh, of January maybe, yeah. So how much does that feed into this show? Because we're getting personal today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't try to I don't try to bring in uh, relationship stuff that happened during my stand-up into like, or my comedy days into that. I try not to yeah. as much as possible because I feel like that person's for sure going to hear it. Uh, so I always try to avoid that, but maybe pull general things, you know, yeah, just general yeah. things that we all can kind of like, relate to yeah yeah but for the most part anything that i talk about has has been always like 10 years ago or something like that well i think that's like the draw of a show like hooking up with second city and tinder tales too which we're going to talk about later is that you know the majority of the crowd it's just this is something that they completely can relate to and you get all these like single people or people on dates coming out to these shows people on tinder dates yeah so many people on first dates which is funny because you could kind of watch it happen in real time like how it's working for them it's so funny because like you can just like we can i could ruin your date (laughs) (laughs) i could do that if i wanted to you could make love happen or the complete opposite i am god (laughs) i'm your date god can make this real weird or I can be like, no, that guy was pretty good. Or like, that guy was horrible. Remember when he looked at us and said all those terrible things? Like, That's you know? true. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best is like you can watch someone try and make a first move of like gently hold a hand on a table and watch that like move get blocked of like no hands are underneath the table. Like, oh, <laughs> it's not going good at 23. <laughs> How much while you're up there on stage doing the show do you get to take that in? Like, does it give you like, does it throw you off at all if you see these? Because it's a very different crowd. When you're yeah. watching people on a date and watching those reactions to what you're doing. That's true. Well, sometimes we'll do things like a like a structured improv where we actually have to like look around the audience and find yeah. a couple and like who's together. Yeah. So I find that those are the instances where I'm actually paying attention to like, oh yeah, I see canoodling going on. Or, <laughs> I see attempt at canoodling. One is into the other. Yeah, you can see a lot yeah. from up there. And like some people who are like, oh, you guys used to canoodle like 20 years ago. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I'm running the clock out, you know? But yeah, there's like different stages of relationships. And especially with Second City, I feel like that's such a good date night. Yeah. I feel like it just kind of like, it's a stamp like we're gonna have a good kind of a, you know, good type of comedy. And um yeah, it's fun to see those sketches where we get to bring couples on stage and then just kind of play with them. Yeah. And and like everyone gets into it and there's like it's always so romantic. They're always just like 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 how long have you been together for like twenty four years? Like, oh yeah. Oh, and they were canoodling so much and they looked like they were like newly together and they've been together for twenty four years. Yeah. It's like what Oh my gosh. And they say all these adorable things about each other. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. Maybe it's real. Right. We do this thing where we re-improvise their actual mm-hmm. first date, and the fact that they can, like, 24 years later, they can recall such details of their first date. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I know you say you don't believe in love, but I think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's real, but extremely rare. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get back into that with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi there, this is Carla Collins, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. <laughs> is that real? That's real. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said it. I was like, that's good improv. Because I, I like was that. contemplating if I was going to bust into the jingle or not, and then I was like, no. You know, your I'll just eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. 
Oh, there we go. We did jump into it. <laughs> Those beautiful voices you're hearing, if you're just tuning in now, I should hope not, but they are the cast of Hooking Up with the Second City. We have Jillian and Alan in studio with us, and we're talking about, well, actually, before the break, we were talking about uh, how love is real-ish. <laughs> you could see audience members at this show, and you kind of watch the reactions happen. You could tell if people are on like an awkward first date, date for sure. or yeah. long-term couples that are still in love yeah how okay i'm gonna ask you guys not just as comics but as people because being comics also mm. by the way like your job is to have that filter of course where you take in everything and sort of take even the dark stuff and make it funny oh yeah for how sure. much can you keep that separate from your own love life and does it like are you jaded oh i'm i'm bad i like a seven month thing and i was like all right if this doesn't work done <laughs> <laughs> and then it did and i was like done <laughs> just alone forever <laughs> yeah I, this is one thing too like i really like i miss i miss her dog so much that was like oh, i felt like yeah. kids I'm like, can I can I just like see your dog now and then? You know, just like, yeah. can I just have visitation? That's all I want, you know. But <laughs> yeah. small claims court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, I've saw this dog and played with him this much time. I should yeah. get this much time back now. Um, I don't know if I'm jaded completely. I'm just like a little tired, a little emotionally, like I'm having a good time hanging out. Like you have to just go back and recharge your own batteries yeah, and yeah. live yeah. your own life for a bit and and pass wind. Regularly, I held that thing in for seven months. <laughs> I I would be the worst. She'd leave oh. like bye, and then seven minutes of just me just like letting it all out. I think that's true intimacy. Like you know, like having sex. You say I love you. You have sex. You do all sorts of things with your body before you fart in front of. That's me. true. That's like the biggest moment of a relationship. Yeah. I would say. And, yeah, it's like take me at my best and <laughs> live with me at my worst. <laughs> I will ask you this, actually. What do you think in when you're in a relationship that's that intimate and that's that serious? What comes first, the farting in front of or the shared bathroom usage? Ooh, that's a tough Ooh. one, right? I don't know if I've ever been okay with shared bathroom. Well, it depends usage. what it is. Like, yeah, first I did off, a, a shower yeah. poop one time. A shower Combo. poop, and I was like, "I'm so Elaborate, sorry, please. I'm so sorry." Oh, we're at we're in Niagara Falls, and our hotel room only just had the sh like one washroom, I guess. Yeah, whatever. yeah. And so she was in the shower, and I was like, "I have to use the washroom," and like it just happened at the same time, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is taking us to the next level." Like, not the fact that yeah. we're like our first away trip in Niagara Falls and like getting massages. I was like, "Nope, the pooping in the shower, and that's it." Like, that's, that's wait. So did you flush while she was in there though? I. Ooh, don't yeah. remember. Were you a courteous partner? Because yeah, yeah, you could. But then I, I might, I might burn her. I don't know. That's yeah. like a quandary. Yeah, like I don't know. A, like, I just, I'll put the lid down and walk away. I'll <laughs> be supervised. Like as soon as you're done, I'm flushing this bad boy. <laughs> Did she know that the poop was happening? Oh yeah, it okay. was. Pre we talked about it. Like it was gonna happen. We didn't have a lot of time to like mess around. We're like, all right. Okay. Communication, consent yeah. was yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It has <laughs> to be. That's a good relationship tip right there. It has to be a consensual poop. Yeah. There has to be poop consent, before, express poop consent beforehand. In writing form. Too. I like that's going to be the hashtag for our Valentine's show, poop consent. That's going to be it. That's my I, album I got to say, though, that's pretty, like, I've never, I don't, like, I've shared houses with people. I've lived with people. I don't think there's ever been, uh, no one has ever been in the room while I have pooped. Yeah, yeah you not know? me neither. I mean, I'm like a unicorn. I just kind of don't poop. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no one has ever been around for that. Yeah, no. The pee. I've done the pee. There's yeah. like someone's brushing their teeth and then you yeah. pee, but it's like that's like straight out of a romantic comedy. That's fine. Yeah, you'll yeah. see Seth Rogen do that. You won't see yeah. Seth Rogen They did that on Friends, of. I'm pretty sure. Like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> pee and brush your teeth at the same time. That's totally true, though. So now, like, 
do you and I want to get into this more after the break. We're going to jump to commercial shortly, but I want to get into what it's actually like because it is and we're talking about this later on as well. What it actually is like being a working comedian and juggling that weird lifestyle because it is a lifestyle with that job and that schedule with actually trying to have a love life and trying to get out there and date. So we're going to get some expert advice from you guys. We're going to come right back with more Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hey, I'm Andrew Chapman from Defending the Caveman. You're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. <laughs> All right. We'll jump back in. Shower poop. Shower poop. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we are talking about romantically pooping in front of your, <laughs> your love interest. Relationships, though. How intimate can you get? And actually, Jillian, you brought up a good point earlier, which is that it's kind of funny how, you know, you could do the most intimate sexual things with mm-hmm. someone that you're with. But then you'll be the most shy about like bodily functions, you know, and Alan was talking about pooping while someone's having a shower, which I think I'm going to applaud that. That's pretty brave. I think I've never I've never I've never done that. Uh, But yeah, uh, like it is weird how you hide that stuff like farts and so on. I don't know why our Valentine's show just turned into like farts and poop. (laughs) (laughs) You bring Alan on, that's what you get, man. (laughs) Pooping, pooping, and farting. Is that when you know? Is that when you know this is like a thing? This is a serious thing? Is when you start doing that stuff? I'm like, well, I don't know. I've never, I've never ventured, I've never gone to the bathroom in front of um, anyone. But I feel like when you accept each other's bodies for like better or worse, of like, Mm because everybody's body can do these amazing things. Orgasms are incredible. But farts, you know, or pooping is yeah. n- n- it's not incredible. It's just necessary. Yeah, it's you at your most vulnerable. Yeah. You're just like, oh, any point in time, and it could take me. You well, know? And even, <laughs> even that comfort level of like, you, you know, when you first start dating somebody, it's like you've gone on a few dates, maybe you've slept together. It's like you're always making sure you're like completely picture perfect presented. Oh, for sure. Like you're always, but then you get to that point where it's just like they're just staying over all the time. You just walk around naked. Yeah. Like completely natural. I might get home from work, not even have a shower. You know, like you just stop yeah. worrying about that stuff. But for at least a couple of months of that, even the walking around naked, like you are holding in a lot of gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you are not comfortable. Yeah, mm. and you can't move as quickly as you normally do because you know any quick movements. For sure. Yeah, you're tiptoeing yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little leak of air. Yeah, you yeah. Twist your body a little bit of torque action. It's over. Yeah. That's true. You like go run to a different room in the apartment oh, and I've, let it out. I've literally yeah. walked. I'm like, I'm going to get something from the fridge. And I just go to the, like, the kitchen. And... <laughs> I've turned on the microwave to make a sound. <laughs> Come back with popcorn. Just let it out. <laughs> you made four Ooh. popcorns today. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> you, Just tossing popcorn. secret farts just, into the fridge. It smells like popcorn and matches everywhere. <laughs> 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 That's a good trick, actually. You just yeah. go and open the fridge and just fart into there. Yeah. <laughs> They'll always be like, who made deviled eggs? <laughs> I do want to ask, though, I want to get into this a little bit. How how difficult is it to balance, you know, you're single, you're living in the city, but you have a weird job. You're both performing on stage at Second City. You're talking about things that happen in real life. And, of course, anyone you date becomes pretty aware of that pretty fast, right? Yeah. How do you find that balance between this is just me on stage, but I need to have a structured kind of semi-normal private life and dating life? Uh, so, uh, so I have um, I'm on This American Life for a uh, a period sex story, 
And uh, when I was doing online dating, I would sit down, and and sometimes people are a little bit weird when you have a, are meeting a stranger who is an online date, and yeah, they would open sure. with, "So I Googled you." <laughs> <laughs> And that makes you sweat <laughs> because I, I do like uh, do write a bunch of my awkward truth and put it out there. And if somebody has already heard like these vulnerable stories about you and, and making them funny. And I had one person who was like, I want you to write a story about me. And just like, OK, check, please. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's almost yeah. like you want to separate the like because I remember over the years, you know, I would end up dating people that I met at stand-up shows. Like, they'd yeah. be in the audience or something, or even, God, for, this is the worst, but a couple times, like, a fellow comic. You know, that's always the worst. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's nice later on to, when you meet somebody and they don't even necessarily know anything about that at first. Yeah. Like, you kind of just will randomly pepper it in, like, oh, I, by the way, I do this. Yeah. But they weren't there. They didn't see it. They have no connection to that world. Yeah. You just kind of can wash your hands of it and feel like a normal person yeah. living a private life, you know? Like, for Alan, same, like, for you, now you're just, like, stand-up sketch. When you go out and you're going on dates with people, is it, like, how much do you leave that stuff at the door? Um, I don't know. I, I think, like, comedy is, like, I think people know it, notice immediately that I'm kind of in it because, like, I don't think I can't not make a joke. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, I explode yeah. if I don't make a joke every 15 seconds. But, um, but, yeah, I've met people at shows. Like, I've done, like, weekends where I just like I'll just say this is me I'm a horrible person <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then people like same thing will like hop into the DMs like hey what's up I'm like really <laughs> all those things I said yeah. okay sure I guess you know yeah so uh yeah I think I think it's pretty obvious about like who I am as a person and then people get to see that type of comedy style of me and then they're like no I'm on board with it and then that's just how it kind of goes from there I it's hard to date I think yes uh and do stand-up or you know, just comedy in general I feel a lot because, like, it's hard to explain to somebody, like, yeah, I'm going to go to this mic where, like, five people are going to be there. Yeah. And, but this is my job. You know, like, I have to do this. Like, it is. You understand? It's like this, the gym for that. No yeah. one's going to be listening. But, like, I have to do this thing. And it's, like, that. I felt, I felt like that. The time balancing and, like, I'm trying to understand, like, oh, my, my time is usually my money. And, like, you know, so it's hard to, like, kind of explain that. So, it, and then when you're dating somebody who is in stand-up, it's easier with that. Mm. But then at the same time, it's, like, now you're dating somebody where you work. And then it's, like, uh, that's always never. Yeah, you yeah. can be tainting the safe haven, you know. <laughs> and nothing's, nothing's more spectacularly awful than watching two people in comedy that, like, like how to split up it because now they're both like going on stage and talking about this and like yeah. we all know who you're talking about yeah. and then, they might even be in the room right now you know like, <laughs> i just did that oh my gosh it's the worst yeah, yeah i've done that and yeah it's it's the most uncomfortable thing imaginable i want to get into more of that we'll be right back with more <laughs> inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto Hi, this is Natalie Metcalf, and you're listening to 640 Radio in Toronto with Global News Today. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. And, of course, we're talking about love and the lack thereof. <laughs> Can people in comedy find true love? I, is that possible? I don't know. In studio, of course, we have Alan Shane Lewis and Jillian Welch in with us from the Second City, hooking up with the Second City. 
Welcome back, you guys. Hello. Hi. Right, we're getting into it today. We're talking about uh, I don't how how love and romance are a false construct. <laughs> <laughs> That's why these shows exist. That's they the would theme of our show. Yeah, yeah, hooking up with Second City and of course Tinder Tales would not exist if if love was real and attainable. Uh, and on the line, this is special. On the line from the West Coast, all the way from Vancouver, we have the host of the upcoming Tinder Tales Valentine's Edition. Patrick Maliha is joining us. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm oh, good, sorry. man. I'm a dad, so I've got to I've got to do my hellos like this. Hello. Hey, neighbor. Every father over the age of 45 answers the phone with hello. Yeah, you're like doing radio. That is Canadian comedy in a nutshell right there. It's <laughs> like is, I have is, to do a phone. I don't even know if you need to say Canadian comedy. That's just comedy. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. That that, that is the uh, benefits of being a stand-up comic. You're just like all right, kids, listen, Dad, got to do a radio interview. And they're like, is it important? And you're like, it's AM. <laughs> yeah. AM yeah. radio. That's right. You are on pseudo-conservative Canadian talk radio Sunday night. That's right. <laughs> so there's, you aren't the only person driving children around right now that's listening to this. That's right. How do you, before we get into the Tinder Tale, and of course, Tinder Tales, this has been a big couple of years for Tinder Tales. Um... I have been a longtime host of the Toronto shows, but now, of course, Tinder Tales has gone coast to coast. There's shows in Montreal. Uh, there's new stuff happening out on the East Coast. And, of course, in Vancouver, Tinder Tales has been happening for the last few years uh, and is now part of uh, JFL Northwest. Uh, you are hosting this Valentine's edition. Before we get into the love thing, Patrick, and whatever I'm allowed to ask you about, you know, your your own dating life. <laughs> as a single dad because obviously you have, you have something to talk about because you, you're hosting the show but how do, by the way this is one thing i'm curious about because i am only a father of two cats that's it so how do you balance oh how do you balance fatherhood with comedy how do you do it uh well you know what uh and this is, oh, this is you know what this is the part where people are just like boring but uh, to be honest <laughs> it's uh i I lucked out in that uh, I, the person I chose, and uh, I chose them because I knew they'd be a great mother, and so and they are. And uh, our co-parenting works exceptionally well. So you know you got the two different households, but I think I just did happen to luck out in that you know the person I have. Uh, you know we don't get along as far as you know being partners. That didn't work out. We gave it 22 years. You know, so obviously we rushed into things. But you know what? She's a, a brilliant and fantastic mother, and that really makes a huge difference. And because of that, I think that what it, uh, that allows me to be a much better father. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. Um, so when people ask, how do you be a father uh, and date at the same time? I'm like, ah, I don't know. Just... Uh, Hopefully you pick somebody who is a good mother so that, you know, if you're out there on the road as a stand-up comic or if you're doing shows, you don't have to be concerned or worry about, you know, your kids or anything like that. So, I don't know. That's not, there's nothing funny about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone in the studio is just crying now. <laughs> I was going to say, but trust me when I tell you, I'm very good. <laughs> yeah. You accidentally like, oh, just wrote a Cameron wow. Crowe movie just now <laughs> by saying those things. That's true though, because like even even as a comic, I mean, it's a it's a it's comedy is a strange job and it's a weird thing to date. <laughs> you know, like no, absolutely, yeah. 
Because your schedule's all over the place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, as a stand-up comic, it requires somebody who uh, has to be willing to accept that no matter what happens or where you go or what's going on, uh, even if that person happens to have an incredible lack of fame, such as myself, <laughs> uh, they will still have uh, people approach them and talk to them and, and want to be a part of their life. And that person, uh, you know, they have to just accept that, you know, you got to share that person with, with the rest of society, if you will. You know, and that's, that's difficult for some people, which is understandable. That is so damn eloquent. <laughs> I do have to ask. Hold on one sec. I'm just, I just got to hug my son. Okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to ask, when you're hosting this, this Valentine's show for Tinder Tales, because Tinder Tales, for our listeners that don't know or haven't been to one in any city in Canada... Right. You know, it's really the nitty gritty of people's love lives, like horrible hookups, bad dates, yeah. breakups, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. The meat yeah. and potatoes of misery. <laughs> Absolutely. So for you, I mean, you obviously have this sort of well-structured, idealistic approach to dating. What are you, what, and I know you have well, kids in the car with second. you. What Don't are you going to get into? words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what like what are you going to what raw stuff are you getting into for Tinder Tales? Well, uh and uh, you know, it's funny you should bring that up. Uh for myself, I I don't do any online dating at all. Uh I know it's uh, the No, good it's, for uh, you. It's the antithesis of Tinder Tales. Uh but I don't uh, I don't do Tinder, I don't do Plenty of Fish, I don't do Bumble, I don't do uh OK Cupid, none of that stuff uh at all. Um, and for me, it was just because I like I, literally, and I talk about this on stage. I literally got back into the dating scene after nearly 25 years of being gone. Uh, and so for myself getting back into it, it was just too weird initially. And then it, and oh gosh, you can't come across as being anything than egomaniacal when you say it, but I don't need to. <laughs> no, fair enough. Uh, I, I have I have a uh, and I don't and I don't know why this happens. It just happens. Uh, it's baffling to myself and my friends. But I'll have ladies, and uh, one in ten men will message me in my inbox, or uh, you know, chat with people after a show, or yeah. meet them in public. Um, for me, the greatest thrill is when I meet someone and we'll be chatting, and then you know, I'll be like, oh, maybe we'll go for coffee or something like that. And then they'll be like, I Googled you, and I didn't know you did stand-up comedy. I'm like, oh, this is, this is nice. Uh, <laughs> that is good, yeah. I, I'm like, this is great. You don't uh, know anything about me. I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So, you know, so that, um, and so, but I discuss what it's like, and I talk about these things. And uh, I'll tell you this right now, whenever I tell a tale of dating or I talk about any of my stuff on stage, uh, this is the reaction that 99.9% of the people have. They go, that, that's not, that didn't really happen. Did that? And I'm like, yes. They're like, how, what, you, my God, you're like Forrest Gump. And uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it is, uh, it's a weird thing, but I'm very open about what my life is like being a man who is uh, as much as I, you know, yeah. As, as much as my agents have told me not to say, 
being a man of 48 years of age and being out there, it's, uh, it's very different. Um, and I love hosting Tinder Tales. By the way, I just want to say, and this is not because uh, I've hosted the show like nearly a dozen times and it's like yeah. one of my absolute favorite shows in the world to host, but it is a brilliant format. It it's is. amazing. Uh, the audiences are the hottest audiences I've ever seen. Um, whenever I host them, I'm just like, my God, why can't every show be like this? And when the performers get up there, I think it's because they're not just stand-up comics. They happen to be like either improv people or sketch people or actors or stand-up comics as well, yes. But when they're telling their tales of woe to talk about relatable, holy moly, everybody can relate to what's going on. And yeah. Some of the... Yeah, and it, as listen, as a father, there are times when I'm listening to these tales, and I'm just like, all that goes to my mind is, uh, and then you got up and left, right? And then the person just keeps going. I'm like, why are you? And then you got up and left, right? And then they just, uh, and I'm like, why would you stay? And the person's like, I don't know. I just don't want to be lonely. And I'm like, my God, this it's true. Is it's terrible. it's. Sexy people feeding off of human sadness. That is the whole. <laughs> that is the whole. That's why Tinder Tales exists and thrives. Patrick Maliha, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today on the East Coast. And, of course, hit up tindertales.ca. See Patrick. See all the lineup. Part of JFL Northwest now. Check out Tinder Tales live in Vancouver and, of course, in Canadian cities coast to coast. Thank you once again, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We'll be right back on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes Pants Option. Can we sing the Hakeem Optical song again? <laughs> yes, yeah. All right. We'll come back with it. All right. Welcome back to more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by Your, Your eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. Yeah, there oh, was a, yeah. a theory yeah. that I think the guy's son went to St. Rob's when I wasn't around in school. That you went to like, school I don't know if that's like, that's like an urban legend. Hakeem yeah. Jr.? Yeah, Hakeem Jr. That was, that that was the urban legend at your school was like, I think that guy's dad owns a glasses store. Well, people store. from St. Rob's were like, yeah, he goes to our school. And I was like, all right. I guess. I that's that's, that's like some mad cred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's still better than... You want glasses? What do you, yeah, it's a prescription. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? I can go to... That's better than like... I mean, I went to school and... Northern Ontario, so it was like that guy's skidoo broke. That was it. <laughs> There's nothing going on. We're talking love, romance, and the impossibilities of dating a comedian <laughs> tonight on Inside Jokes. We, of course, have two of the cast of Hooking Up with the Second City with us, and that's a lot of what this show is about, right? I mean, we we're talking about how you audiences come out, they might be on dates, and they might be in a relationship, but they can relate to this stuff because yeah. this is like human suffering <laughs> we just take our lives and yeah. crack them open. weird sex breakups hookups yeah. all of that stuff right yeah uh for you guys like we're talking about how you do find that balance between juggling having a weird job which is being a comedian and just being able to sort of tap out of that a little bit and go on dates and live like a private life is it weird do you think like when you're when you go on a few dates with somebody and you meet somebody kind of doing that reveal of like by the way here's what i do with my life 
Do you find it's sort of people are intrigued by that or it's more of like a, oh God, please don't talk about this yeah. <laughs> on stage? Uh, I've I noticed people are more intrigued with it. Yeah. I, I think I date people who like to do bits. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah. I like doing bits with people. So when we like, you know, usually are like, oh, I'd love to do comedy. I'm like, well, then do it. They're like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> It is. And Alan, you were talking before the break about how it's kind of a weird thing to explain it, particularly in stand up, where it's just like, so um, at any given night, I might just need to leave to go be in a horrible bar in the junction. <laughs> <laughs> just hear some And be sad things. in front of four people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like, I have to leave your friend's birthday party to go do that. But it's just like part of the life. It's, because comedy is a weird thing where it's it's a job, but it's also all consuming of your lifestyle too, yeah. right? So you have to find somebody that's like can roll with no, that. If I had somebody be like, please, please don't write about this or me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to honestly say, I can make no guarantees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get your notepad out. Like I'm like, sorry. <laughs> you almost need that balance between that, but you also don't want the person who's just like, oh my god, is this going to be a thing? That would be so funny, and like throwing stuff oh, at yeah, you. It's no, like, no, I need a normal like, life sometimes yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Second City hooking up with the Second City. Uh, quick summary here: What can people expect at this show, particularly if they're out on a date? Uh, uh, you can expect to laugh. Yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna hook up afterwards. For sure, yeah, yeah. There'll be sex in the wind. Oh, you gonna feel oh, it? And the building is heated. Oh, oh, to a good temperature. And the beer is cold. And ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> happening here in Toronto at the world famous Second City Theater. And where can people go for tickets for this? By the way, uh, SecondCity.com. All right, that's yeah, a perfect but, but place. Sh- click the Toronto location. Don't, Make sure, don't go to Chicago. Yeah, don't go to Chicago. You got to buy a ticket to fly to Chicago. Yeah, that's, that's expensive. A lot, and there will sex will literally be in the wind yeah, if you go to the Chicago be, yeah, one. Yeah. It's the windy city. In fact, uh, <laughs> is that why they call it? That? <laughs> that's just, why they call it yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's not because of the secret farts we were discussing <laughs> earlier, Alan. And now for this week's comedy listing. And don't forget to check out comedyrecords.com for the latest releases from all of Canada's top comedians. And if you're in Toronto, check out shows at Comedy Bar. Check out Comedy bar.ca for upcoming listings and of course yuck yucks comedy clubs all across canada from coast to coast and of course you can follow us on instagram at inside jokes 640 and on twitter and facebook at inside jokes hi this is alicia carusi and you're listening to my aunt sandra carusi's comedy rx this week featuring patrick maliha so uh what i'm gonna do for you right now uh what i'm gonna do for you right now is uh i am now going to break the world record for most impressions in one minute. Uh, The current record is uh, 28 impressions. I am going to do 29 impressions in one minute. Uh, It's gonna be awesome. Okay, so, all right, here we go. All righty, here we go. I hope this works. 29 impressions, one minute. Stewie Cleveland, what the deuce? That's nasty. Homer Simpson, Barney Otto. Ooh, impressions. I really like that. Hey there, little bar dude. Ray Romano, Brad Garrett. What's going on? Oh, this sofa been a whole lot of nothing. Chicha Chong, Beavis and Butthead. Hey, man, what's going on? This guy's doing impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like doing the impressions. Seinfeld and Kramer. Why is this the one thing once the deal? <laughs> yeah. Bill Cosby, Hank Hill. This is one kind of... Bobby, what are you doing? Miss Piggy, Kermit, Elmo. Kermit, Kermit. What is it, Piggy? Elmo, 
thinks you're in love with a pig. Bye. Borat, Barack Obama. Next I mash. Hello, Alec Baldwin, Tracy Morgan. Tracy. I'm surrounded by what people? Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Shrek and Donkey. Donkey, hurry it up. I'm just going as fast as I can, Shrek. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Shaw, this is going well. I really like the impressions at the end. 55 seconds. Hit up Second City. Check out this show. Bring a date. Go on a date. You might find that person that you can poop while they have a shower oh, if you yeah. go to this show, right? Isn't that the I'll dream be, for everybody? Do not miss Second City. Yeah. Of course, love is in the air. This show is all about that, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, of course, speaking of love, speaking of Valentine's, keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto because up next, it's the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. Mm-hmm.